Hey, welcome back to Catalyst. This is Thad, and today we are um, finishing up our Job series uh, with the week five recap. Um, and then also in this, we have the whole the whole crew here. Uh, Billy, Kate, Mike, and myself are all going to talk about what we took away from Job as a whole of the book. night we jumped into chapters 38 through 42 of Job. This is our last part that we went through and we've been looking in this series uh, all the way through the whole book and so many things have happened and these conversations with friends. Um, Job has wrestled with this question of why and now finally God is going to show up and speak and we really look forward to this. We think maybe God's going to come down and maybe just explain everything to Job and unpack all of it to him but in fact, what we see is something a little bit different, and it's pretty powerful. And so as we walked through these chapters last night, we saw in chapters 38 and 39 in God's first speech to Job, God asked Job a lot of questions. And they're essentially saying to Job, were you the creator of this world? Um, were you around when this world was made? Are you God? Did you make these? Um, and he highlights so many things. He actually asked Job 50 questions over these last few chapters, kind of turning the tables on Job. Job has been asking all of these questions of why, and he's been longing to speak with God. And now God is going to turn the tables on him. He essentially says, look around, Job. Look at this world. Look at everything in it. Are you God? Did you make this? And he asked them over and over. And Job is pretty humbled at the end of chapter uh, right, this, at chapter 40, verse 1 and 2, he asks Job, Shall a fault finder contend with the Almighty? He who argues with God, let him answer it. And Job is hum humbled. He says, Behold, I am of small account. What shall I answer you? I lay my hand on my mouth. I have spoken once, and I will not answer twice, but I will proceed no further. Job gets the point. And God is going to continue then in the second speech to Job, starting in 40, verse 6. And he's going to challenge Job again, and he's going to highlight these two beasts, behemoth and leviathan. He's going to talk about how mighty and powerful they are. And scholars kind of wrestle with if there's, these are actual animals or if these are some sort of mythical beasts that God is referring to. But the important thing is that God is going to show that they are powerful and incredible, but that God created them. And that Job is powerless against them, but God is in complete control. He's showing Job that he is the one in control, that God is all-powerful. And so these questions that God asked Job give him a new perspective. Job is humbled, and he comes humbly before the Lord. He actually repents in chapter 42, verse 5. He doesn't repent because of the sin that his friends thought that he committed to cause the suffering in the first place, but what he does ask for forgiveness for is how he questioned God's sovereignty and his justice. Through these chapters, we see God's power, how he's in control over all evil, over everything that happens in this world. And the complexity of the universe is something that Job could not fathom and we cannot fathom. We so often like to put God in a box. We like to have nice and neat answers. But uh, the answer that God gives is actually more important than the answer that we want. And he shows him how powerful that he is and that Satan and evil are no match for God. And we kind of then zoomed out to look at the, the book as a whole. And we saw that uh, throughout the book, we and what we see in our own lives, that we want control. We like to know things and have it controlled. But God wants our humility, that we want our comfort, but God desires our heart. We want clarity now, but God provides our hope forever. 
And this book, I think, had a lot of really awesome things in it as we look through the just the, the whole book. And we wanted to spend some time here in this podcast just discussing together what stood out uh, to us in this book throughout all of these 42 chapters, what things that we liked, what things were important um, to us personally, why we spent five weeks walking through this book. And there's so much in it. There's so many more things that we could dive into. But uh, we wanted to just spend some time as a group discussing what we liked and what we saw in the book of Job. Oh, I'm up. Yeah. But, all right. Hey, um, but that was a great job, man. Um, I really appreciate you. First of all, um, just jumping in and um, speaking to both groups. But secondly, I just love the message, man. It was really um, just a way to end it, end everything, just give us like a lot of perspective and seeing that clap back that God gave to Job. So I really appreciate that. Um, but yeah, so like one thing that I really took away from the book was just knowing that it is okay to wrestle with God it is okay to ask questions. Um, but we can't let that become like the main crux of um, what we're doing. We can't make that our main heart posture is that just wrestling with God and sometimes either walking away or um, being dissatisfied and um, upset so much to the point where we're just angry and constantly like condemning God. And so, yeah, so yeah, I just really appreciate this book and it helps me personally um, that it, to know that it's okay to wrestle with God with hard situations, but also to know that God is God and he is um, awesome. And he is almighty and he is powerful and I should trust him no matter whatever situation I'm in. So, yeah. What about you, Thad? Yeah, for me, this this whole book has been an awesome like perspective change. I guess um, every time I read Job, I always see something new and learn something new. Yeah, I think one of the things that uh, I took away that I um, that Billy talked about last night was that um, his first point in saying like that God is God and we are not um, that we don't have control over our life and that this life is not ours to control. And that's a good thing. Um, and that's actually something that's really humbling to remember things that, you know, I personally have dealt with in, uh, you know, recent past, uh, just things that we've been going through, uh, uh, my wife and I, as a couple, just ju- this, I think this series really came at the right time for us to talk about it. Um, because it just gave me a lot of comfort to know that um, we can trust God in our suffering and that he is always in control and he is always doing all things um, that will bring him glory and and for our good. Yeah, that's what I got. What'd you think, Kate? Yeah, I think Job is like a how-to guide on living a life as a Christian. Mm. Um, You get really an outline of Job's entire life, essentially. Um, But what I think is cool is you can kind of look at Job as your starting point of when you were saved and what it's expected to look like. So Job um, is a man that loves the Lord, and you see that there is immense good and blessings and joy in his life, and there's also incredible suffering and loss. And through that, 
we see all the different responses and outcomes that could potentially come. You mm -hmm. could have people in your life that fail you. You could have friends that maybe say the right things in the wrong way. You um, are going to maybe seek the Lord, but go through seasons of drought where it becomes hard to fully rely and you become impatient and frustrated with the answers you're receiving or not receiving. And then there can be a point of revelation where you come to the Lord again humbly and then he reveals truth to you um, without maybe revealing answers or direct things but still you grow wiser and then um, there's a period of like blessing and the understanding and so I just think that that is a constant cycle in our lives and it's something that you should expect and you should um, know is going to come at some point you are not going to always have a good life things are not always going to be good or easy or fun or feel worth it um, but in that there's great purpose because we're actually not here uh, to uh, just put ourselves on this pedestal and have a great time we're actually here for each other to love each other well to disciple one another and to bring each other closer to the Lord and so if your posture is frustrated and you start um, holding on to your suffering as a personal blow then you've lost sight of the great purpose behind it and then in that you've lost sight of the great joy that can come from great suffering because we see that it wasn't blessings and joy and fun that brought out um, the greatest change in history and eternity it was immense deep suffering when we killed and persecuted our king Jesus we killed um, the person that came to save us and through us taking him off of this earth, he took all of our brokenness and sin with him. And he redeemed it. And he's outside of time now watching this great story and this great plan play out. And we are in it. And we still have been given that great purpose to, through our suffering, share and disciple to others that in it there is hope. And through your faith, in that hope, there is great joy in eternal life. That was awesome. Great job, Kate. I love that. I, I just love what all three of you said. And just, I think my thoughts would be a lot of, like, all of that. I think, um, as Mike said, just the, the wrestling with God and the, um, how we can come honestly to Him in a relationship um, and with the truths that we see in this book and um, just when we have questions and that's okay to bring to God. And, but also it's really important. This book reminds us that we might not get answers this side of eternity. Um, but I love just the hope that this book points to. And I, one of the things we said in the series was that the story of Job makes no sense without Jesus. Um, it just as Kate talked about his life, death and resurrection and how, um, that suffering I think is a big reason a lot of people turn away from God or, or walk away or have a have an issue with God. And um, there's a lot of messages in our world that just say, put your faith in Jesus and your life's going to be easy and smooth. And if you just have more faith and you're going to have more blessing in this side of eternity. And we know from this book and from scripture that that's not always the case, that, that we will struggle and there will be pain. But 
We know the end of the story, and we have hope forever, our relationship with Jesus and eternity with him. And I think knowing that and clinging to that hope gives us, like Kate said, a purpose now as we live on mission. We live with a sense of urgency to point others to the hope of Jesus, that our life goal is not our comfort, but it's to bring God glory, and that we seek to do anything, whether we walk through incredible hardships or great seasons, or joy, or hard things, whatever it is, um, we do it all for the glory of God, and to point others to Him, uh, knowing that He has a plan and a purpose that's beyond our understanding. And so, the end of the book of Job, Job gets it all back in double. And the key thing is, it's not like a reward for how he passed the test or whatever. This is God's free gift to Job. And that's the same thing that we'll, we will receive in the end. It might not be this life, but it will happen for eternity. That He will not only restore what we have lost unjustly, but he will also give us more than we imagine as we live with him in eternity. And that's a really amazing thing. So I love this book. I'm really glad that we got a chance to study it together. Yeah, that's great, Billy. And just one more thing. In all of this, the message is not to not seek out God in your suffering because you know there's great purpose. You actually grow closer to him by seeking out his understanding. That's how we gain wisdom. And I taught on this a few weeks ago, but the Lord welcomes your questions and your wonders about all things. And you might and most likely will not get a clear answer. But what could, and we all pray, comes from those conversations with the Lord is um, peace in your heart that you know it's okay not to have perfect answers. But also, the Lord will reveal things to you in ways that you could never expect or imagine, imagine and that they are wonderful and um, magnificent. The amount of times that I've learned something um, in a just a miraculous way from the Lord revealing it to me, from me with my heart seeking answers in him is incredible. I remember a time in my life when I was just struggling with next steps and where to go. I was nervous right after I became a Christian and had an opportunity to share my testimony and I was terrified. And I just walked up to my Bible and opened it to a random page. And I was in Proverbs that laid out the importance of sharing what you know and your own experience with God with others. I'd, and I think it's fair to take that as a clear sign from the Lord. Um, and so those things can happen, and they do. And so seek the Lord out because you never know how he's going to answer you. And he is always listening and waiting and wanting to give you an answer. It's good. It's really good. Really enjoyed just this conversation. Um, really enjoy you guys' company. It's really fun to serve students alongside you guys. So, um, hey, we're going to be like a banana and split up out of here. So, uh, thank you guys so much for um, just listening in, letting us tickle those sweet little eardrums. And uh, um, you just got to be blessed. And um, yeah, love you guys. See you later. Well, hey. We hope that you enjoyed today's episode and were able to take something away from it to apply to your daily walk with Jesus. Our hope and vision for this podcast is that it would be used as a tool and resource for further discipleship in your home. 
Catalyst was created to appeal to both students and their parents. So we will be releasing a couple of episodes per week filled with talks like today, deep dives into other scripture, and equipping lessons to encourage you in your walk with the Lord. If you liked our content today, be sure to follow us on Spotify. That way you are able to stay up to date with each episode. Thanks for listening, and remember, we want you to know Jesus, grow in Him, and go out to share the good news. My name is Thad Risto, and I will see you in the next one.